Hey guys, it's time for that question. I want to ask you, have you ever engaged in getting a coach? Uh, whether that's a business coach or a life coach or a sports coach, a coach is a coach. Uh, but what I want to cover today in our next episode is the importance of having a coach and how that can really transform your progress in terms of whether you've got business goals or personal goals or other. I'm going to share with you some experience I've had with coaching, uh, two very important things that uh, a coach can bring to the table that will really make a huge difference in your life in business that I'd like you to consider. And then one thing that I want you to look out for uh, if you are considering choosing a coach. Uh, a really important thing that um, I'm going to help you uh, navigate as you you make a decision about who you want to look out for to coach you. If that's where you're at at the moment, I highly recommend you get a coach at some point. But uh, let's talk about that today. Really keen to have a discussion. Let's chat. Hey guys, it's Adam Scoogle of uh, So You Want to Be, an interior designer podcast, and we are finally uh, over at episode nine. Um, I've got my episodes in check today, thank goodness, but um, thanks for being with me. Today's a big um, uh, a big uh, topic of discussion. I think it's an important one is, is you know, having a, a coach help you if you've got some really strong goals. Um, but before we do that, I just want to let you know that this show is really for those interior design or decorator solopreneurs that are looking for support in in building their business. And uh, a lot of the time that business is being built while we're still working nine to five. So I specialize in helping people navigate through that and create and run projects before they even consider leaving their J job, if at all. So uh, I'm glad to have you here. I'm really pleased if you're joining me every week. Uh, I'm on, on Apple Podcast or some of those other podcasts out there. If you're on Apple, please leave me a review. I would absolutely adore you for doing that. It helps me uh, to get the podcast uh, out there in the world. And then if you're on YouTube, this is also a YouTube show. Um, go over to the, the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel. You might be there already. And please leave me some comments and let me know what you think of the podcast. It's really important to me to know that I'm hitting the mark uh, or, uh, you know, give me feedback on other things that you think would be uh, topics I could add to the discussion. So really pleased to have you today. Today's, uh, oh, before I go into today's uh, topic of discussion, which we know is about coaching, you might want to take my quiz. Uh, go ahead. My quiz is still active. We're going to move this quiz out shortly. It'll be a different URL. But at the, if you're watching this as of today, Go to the quiz. If you're flailing, uh, if, you, if you're new, if you need some advice or you need some real uh, guidance on where it is that you need to focus on, take my quiz. So you want to be an interior designer.tv forward slash quiz and you will get your strengths and opportunities on a whole lot of things that you need to be able to run a successful interior design business. So um, take the quiz if you'd like it. So you want to be an interior designer.tv forward slash quiz. Now, on to the show, the, the topic of coaching. Now, I think coaching, getting a coach for yourself is such a huge deal. And I think that um, it's really important. So much of what we do is driven around uh, goals and plans that we have. Now, if you're watching this show, you're really involved in making sure that your interior decorating or design business is, 
is really running at full steam. So sometimes if we have a lot of ideas and our, our creative minds will probably have lots of ideas bubbling around, we will need someone to navigate through, do some edits on those ideas, maybe um, help us tidy up some of those glitchy little ideas we have that mightn't quite work uh, and guide us into a direction which is going to yield positive results. So at the beginning of the episode, I said I wanted to give you two examples of how coach, a good coach can really help you up 200% uh, your business in terms of getting you up and running quickly, editing through some ideas you have, giving you great guidance, and basically helping you to move forward a lot faster than you would have been on your own. So I'm going to start off with uh, the first point here. Uh, which is which is really important. When you hire a coach, one of the big benefits, point one, is that the coach can take the blinders off your ideas. Now, what does that even mean? I'm just going to, to give you an idea about something that you probably realized. Um, you, you probably are wearing blinders at times. We're all wearing blinders. But um, when I talk about blinders, I'm talking about those leather, leather or plastic screens that's attached to the horse's bridle next to its eyes. You might have seen in races, they're called blinders. And what it does is it keeps the horse focused on just going forward and, and running, you know, as fast as it, or galloping, whatever it is, as fast as it possibly can to get to that finishing line. Now, if the horse, bless it, didn't have the blinders on, they call it blind, these are called blinders, they might be distracted by the horse to the right or left or something happening over here or there, and they might even go completely out of the lane and somewhere else. Now, that sort of analogy is really important when we think about ourselves. Have a think about you, for example. I know plenty of times where I've gone off course. If we um, if we don't have someone that can uh, sort of take the blinders off our ideas, then we can really flail around. So a good coach will be able to help you kind of um, see things that you, you didn't really see. Sometimes we've got our own blinders on. And uh, we've got an idea about where we're going, but we've also got all these other things bubbling around us that are really, we need to take care of them or acknowledge them. Otherwise, they're not get, they're going to get in the way of where we want to go as well. So a good coach can really edit out uh, where you're going and that that prize that you're aiming for. And they'll say, they'll, they'll give you kind of ideas about um, what you need to look out for while you're on that journey. So... Uh, my 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 coach sort of helped me very significantly with how I felt about, um, for example, I, I am working towards creating a course uh, and certainly a coaching program on how a newbie interior designer or decorator will run a full service design project or series of design projects whilst they're still working a nine to five job. Now, I had this idea because it was my reality. I'd been for eight years able to tick over job after job after job, engaging support, contracting people, but still working very successfully in my job and only coming in at key times where I needed to finish off the, the decorating project or come in earlier on for trade days and meeting with people. But I'd managed to condense it down into very short chunks of time and managed my day job around that. Now, I, I, I thought to myself, there is so much going on in the world with, with the, the economy, uh, some, some uncertain times. I, I've just met with a whole lot of designers yesterday for lunch, and everybody is saying they're quiet. So quiet's okay if you've got the backup in terms of financial backup to see through some of these periods. COVID was one of them, of course. But what if you don't have a lot of financial backup or you've got you know financial goals that 
really don't allow you to go months and months off course where you're dipping into to savings, for example, or, you know, God forbid, money that you don't really have to be able to just get through in life and it puts you behind. So one of the things that I decided to do was create a course that helps people if they want to go this route. Uh, you know, they may still leave their nine to five down the track, but they also may want to learn how to turn over these projects successfully before they even consider that, if at all. So one of the things or one of the concerns I had was that it wasn't a very sexy idea. It's, you know, normally people, uh, they do their design courses or we do our design courses with the idea that we're going to leave our corporate job, for example, and go and do this full time. So that's a nice idea. But the reality out there is that that can also be a little bit problematic or at least unstable as we we go month to month and, and year to year. So this was my idea. Now, where my my um, my blinders were kind of on in the respect that I was just had this sort of idea that, it, yeah, it wasn't sexy and that maybe people wouldn't really want to know about it. But my coach sort of took those blinders off and said, hey, what about the fact that this is a really smart business decision? What about the fact that you're the one that has what we call a lifestyle business where they're able to enjoy their creative side and the design stuff and then they still have the stability of that income? And you've actually been able to make that work. And it's actually something that in this day and age in 2023 is a very smart business idea and proposition to be able to sell to people uh, in the fact that it's able to stabilize people's income and still provide them with the creative outlet. Now, I realized too that it was a creative side that I needed, but I didn't necessarily also need that creative outlet to provide me with my 100% final financial stability in life. So hence the reason I went back after a few years working for myself and I, and I, I got a, uh, a really nice job, a full-time job that I was offered and I still am currently doing the design on the side and it's working great for me. But uh, that's an example of when your coach will get in and sort of navigate through these sort of debilitating ideas. Now, if I had just been speaking in my own headspace, I didn't have this coach to sort of ask me questions and get some fears and sort of... Uh, roadblocks uh, up and sort of eliminate it, then I may not have continued or I may not be continuing in looking at that as a coaching uh, sort of program or course uh, in early 2024. I may have just ditched it uh, and I may have decided that, uh, you know, maybe maybe offering any sort of coaching in this realm was, was, was uh, you know, Maybe there were too many coaches out there. You get where I'm going. So it's really whatever the issue is for you in your life or your business, getting a coach that's really specialized in helping you in that area is a really good move. And even if it's for um, a certain period of time, uh, if you're bringing all, your, all of your fears and concerns to the table, or some of those at least, and you you can sort of um, cut through that and uh, see some uh, light at the end of the tunnel, having a coach is just super important. So the first one, the first point there that I wanted to make is, yes, they can take the blinders off your ideas, which is a good thing, and help you to explore whatever else is out there uh, that, uh, you know, positive things or ways that you can turn things around from negative thoughts that you might have had into positive ideas. They may even agree with you. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a great idea because of this, this or that. And you may collaboratively sort of decide together that, where, where where you were going was not 100% where you really need to go. And then your coach might also give you another idea, which sort of gets you into another direction that kind, kind of seems to align a lot better than the first idea you had. So coaches, really important uh, if you get the right one. 
Now, point two for you to consider today is, is this coach someone who's achieved what you want to achieve? So I want to tell you a story about my current coach, uh, Jane Jackson. Um, now, Jane has helped me sort of navigate through setting up this podcast. And uh, I hired her because she'd actually, she's been running a successful podcast for, I think, the last eight years. So what Jane's been able to do is get this podcast up and running. Uh, you know, it's on YouTube. It's it's uh, on all podcast networks and outlets. And the other thing that she's uh, shown me uh, that I'm going to be introducing in season two, I mean, season we're in season one at the moment, is the importance of having guests on the podcast. So this first season was really to get to know you, uh, to, to, sh- to let you hear from the horse's mouth, uh, sort of about horses, blinders, anyway, let you hear what my thoughts are on the industry and what I feel is uh, important. And then next season will be more or less what my guests that I bring to the table are able to teach you in terms of different strategies that you can use to, to bump along your design business uh, and get things moving in a really positive way. You know, a lot of those things I learned about from Luan Live, which I, if you didn't uh, catch last week's episode, I talk all about that conference, which was awesome. So um, I'm going to bring on guests in season two in 2024, early 2024. And guess what that does for me? And guess what Jane has kind of helped me to discover by bringing on guests instead of just having it as a solo show? Well, for one reason, the guests that I bring on, they're going to have their own audience. So what the intention is, is that I collaborate or we collaborate if you're doing the same thing as a podcaster, you're collaborating with your guests. So if you bring them on, um, you're going to be talking about or I'm going to be talking about their business. I'm going to be asking them questions so that they give us, you and me, answers to, to questions that we have as, as we we talk through. Uh, and then I'm also going to ask that they broadcast the podcasts that I'm hosting which is video, audio, etc. I'm going to ask them to promote that to their list. I mean, email list. Uh, it could be that they send a blast out to their big Instagram following, for example. Or if they've got a YouTube channel, I'll also ask them to post the podcast to the YouTube or maybe um, do a quick video, a short, for example, and then link to the video that I published to tell their audience about the podcast that they've been featured on. And everyone wants to tell everybody, don't they, about podcasts that they've been featured on as guests. So guess what? Jane, the podcast coach, she's a she's a great coach. She's actually a, a very uh, well-versed coach in careers and helping people navigate through their career crossroads. But she has helped me uh, from the podcasting perspective. And our idea next is, yes, let's get the guests in get the guests in to talk about, um, you know, their tools and strategies that can help my interior design um, audience. And then I'm going to ask them that they, they uh, you know, promote it to their list, which is going to drive people over to me uh, to hopefully become aware more of what I'm doing and potentially subscribe to my podcast or my list or whatever it is. So my audience is growing by having that strategy of bringing on other people that also have their own audiences guess what can happen after that? I could be getting on that person's podcast if they have a podcast and then they're going to announce to their audience, they've got me on and to my audience, I'm going to announce again that I've got so-and-so, I'm going to be on so-and-so's podcast. So they could be on mine, I could be on theirs, it could work in a whole lot of different ways. But you can see how all of this builds my podcast awareness 
Um, and it's also um, giving people the opportunity uh, for me, uh, giving people the opportunity to see, see who I feel is really going to add value to their businesses based on my interactions I've had with them. Um, as I said, Luan Live, I met a lot of people, so I've got a list of people um, from that conference and I'd love to get on the show if I can. So fingers crossed it's happening early 2024. So there are two great things about coaching. Really, the first one was, um, what did we say here? The first one was all about taking the blinders off your ideas. Uh, and then the second was really about, um, you know, using a coach that's actually being where you've been, using someone who's achieved what you want to achieve. So uh, Jane, my current coach, she's done the podcast. She's had the guests on. She's built her list through uh, cross promotions with her guests. And that's a really valuable thing. Now, I want to talk about something that I've also experienced, um, and I've had lots of coaches. I've had lots and lots of coaches, different experiences since 2016. But what can happen is, and th- what I'm trying to say with this one is, I want you to try and avoid this if you can. Uh, some coaches will sell you blocks of time or sessions, and that's absolutely fine. If you want to jump in and you're speaking about one thing one week, one thing another, that's absolutely fine. But if you really want to get engaged in a coaching program, and see results that uh, you can quantify, I would suggest that you go to someone who is offering to take you through kind of a roadmap. And this is something that I'm going to be definitely offering in my coaching when I kick that off in early 2024. So for me, I'm going to be offering three-month plans where we start at, at month one, we have two sessions a month, and we start off, uh, we have a discovery call. So you and I would get on a call, for example, or you and your coach, this, could, this is just an idea. So you have a discovery call and you work out all the things, catalog all the things that you really need help with. And if you had to see yourself at the end of three months, what would be you know, the top three to five things that would really change your world if you could get to that point in three months? Then it's up to the coach uh, if they're well enough first in the topic. Now, you might be an interior designer decorator coming to me and saying, I'm here, Adam, I'm, I'm, nothing's happening. I really want to start from here and go to there in three months. It'd be awesome if I you know, got a new client or had all my processes sorted out or was able to um, you know, master some marketing and, and getting uh, a job published. I'm making all this up. But uh, to me, the most important thing is to have a roadmap in the beginning. So you're either giving that to your coach as a roadmap or your coaches sort of getting information out of you, then creating a roadmap for you that's very specific to where you want to go. Now, I've done, I've had great coaches that have really helped me in that format, and I've had some not so great coaching experiences where I've got kind of loads of sessions sometimes, um, but because I might have too many sessions and not enough of a roadmap, I get disinterested. So I might have done a few, and then the coach is chasing me up trying to see when I'm going to schedule these last few sessions. Now, that's a big sort of, it's actually a big red light for the coach because if you have to run after your coaching client to get them to fulfill their final sessions, it may or may not mean that they're engaged enough to continue coaching with the coach. But what I want to say to you is you want to really set yourself up for success in having a roadmap. And that's the thing that I've learned from um, coaches that I've used, lovely people, but they haven't exactly had a roadmap for me. And the way that I like to work or the way that I'm more effective in terms of Uh, maintaining my enthusiasm is knowing that I'm working with my coach on very specific things, you know. For you, it could be, I'll give you another example. You might have finished your coaching, uh, or sorry, your design college, and you're like, I don't have any clients, I don't have anything to, to, 
to do in terms of work to showcase to even start a website, Adam. I just feel like I've I finished my training, but I don't know how to do any promotional. What would I put on my website? I don't want to put other people's pictures on my web- website. So I might decide in month one that you are going to create a, uh, three projects that you go to virtually make up. You're going to ask your friends if you can do their living room. You might do your bedroom and you're going to beg, borrow and steal items you're going to borrow art. You might even borrow occasional chairs from different trade supplies. You can do this. And then you're going to create a photo shoot where you're showcasing three different looks that you're, uh, you're, you're quite enthused about and, and, and uh, it's the way that you would like to design for other people. You might then do um, a little video about it uh, and you might do stories on Instagram. And, and these projects are really ones that you've made up. They're going to kickstart your business in terms of you photographing these rooms and releasing portions with little stories. You might even do a video. Believe it or not, I did this back in 2016. I didn't have a lot of work or 2015. And I made over my bestie's place. I borrowed rugs. I borrowed accessories. We did all different things, moved things around. And we did a photo shoot. And you know what? It was published in a magazine. But what I'm trying to say to you is, for you starting out, something like this would be awesome. Or for me starting out, if someone said, Adam, let's cre- create some buzz around your brand, this is what we'll do. While you look for your real first client, I would have jumped at it. It's a strategy. Month two might be that you set up your contract. What's in your contract? Who are you looking to work with? What are the type of people you want to work with? And how do you promote to that network? Uh, and then how do you actually get the first job? How are you going to, who are you going to speak to? How are you going to do that? Are you going to do a freebie? I've said it's not a bad thing for the first job. So you get the photos and you take them through a process that has a contract. You mightn't be billing them anything, but you're taking them through your new contract. Month three might be to set up that website. After all of that, uh, all after those jobs that we've made up for our friends and maybe our own bedroom, I'm just making this up as you know, we are now putting those beautiful photos on the website that you created. Uh, we're linking back to Instagram and, um, you know, maybe you approach a, a local uh, newspaper to get you a story and talk about your new business um, and the fact that you love the area and you've lived there all your life and uh, you're just an all-round great chick or guy. And uh, there we go. Within three months, imagine having all that collateral in there uh, and be confident in that way in, in terms of kickstarting your business. Now, that is just one example of how I would work with somebody. Uh, obviously, every story is different. Every every person is different. And what they want to achieve is going to be completely different for everybody. But what I'm trying to say is don't necessarily go in for a coaching package with a coach um, unless you kind of know where you're going. You know, if you've got a package of 10 and it sounds like a good deal, but you don't really know what you're going to be doing from week one to, to week 10, if you do a call a week, um, gosh, you know, or even five calls, but what is it you're, you're going to learn? What's the roadmap that can be created? Make sure that you've got a roadmap. And for you, you'll feel like you've achieved something at the end of, you know, that five, into the five sessions, or if it's 10 sessions, you want to have a lot in there that you're actually working on because that's a lot of sessions. And uh, you want your enthusiasm to be maintained throughout that process uh, as much as a coach should want you to be enthused as well. So so just some feedback, guys, on the coaching, importance of coaching. I've had lots of coaching or coaches. Some have been awesome. Some have just been pretty okay. But uh, I've certainly had the experience of knowing what uh, really works for me to keep me enthused. And I've shared some of that with you today. A couple of really good examples there. 
uh, in the beginning and just to watch out for the third one about having a strategy so that you get a success, uh, you're likely to get a successful outcome. You can quantify, which means that you'll remember that, which is great because uh, you'll probably want to work with the same coach again and they'll get a great testimonial out of you. So you want to you obviously be working together and supporting each other for a, for a great outcome. You also want to enjoy the process. I love getting into coaching because I'm able to, you know, if I'm upset, I can talk about what I'm upset about. And if I'm happy, I'll get to share that with somebody. Sometimes our significant others or family, they're just not as engaged, um, you know, when it comes to what we do, which is okay. But uh, that's why a coach is really invested in keeping you on track, making you feel good and helping you with some of the tough stuff that uh, you can work on together and get through successfully. So that's just my feedback, guys, on the importance of having a coach. I really do think uh, if you're in a predicament with anything about where you're going, you should get one. Um, I want to leave you today by uh, saying that I believe in you. And uh, if you're here today watching, um, keep going. If the road's getting tough, just hang in there. Uh, be be, be uh, happy about uh, expressing yourself as a creative person. There's a lot of need for this out there and uncertain times will actually dissolve and there will become times or the times coming up that are going to be a lot more uh, positive if you're having a hard time. If you're having a great time, I am really happy for you. I'm really pleased that you're enjoying uh, this wonderful industry and uh, it's something that I never want to give up. I love interior design and decorating and I bet you do too. That's why you've bothered to hang around till the end of this this uh, episode today. If you need to take the quiz, or if you'd like to know, if you've got some uh, issues with marketing or you feel like you're not sure how to, if charging is right on point or uh, if, you, if you're doing different things uh, properly, take my quiz. Say you want to be an interior designer, .tv forward slash quiz while it's still at that location. It only takes a couple of minutes and you'll get a personalised report. Uh, I will be moving the quiz over as my website is renewed and refreshed uh, in the next week. So that's exciting for me as well. So um, I will love and leave you. Have a wonderful rest of the week. I will see you next week. Uh, we're leading up to Christmas time now, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you next week and I want you to take care. And uh, if you want to email me and have a chat to me at any time, I would love to hear from you. My email is adam at adamskoogle.com. Uh, if you want to reach out at any time, I'd love to have a, a chat with you and see how you're going with everything. Until next time, bye for now. Ciao.